Hello, and welcome to our podcast. Now there's an idea. Better? I thought I'd just change yeah, it up. You said you were running out last week, so... I, I, I wasn't quite running out. Oh. I was just taking my time. You know, we're, we're planning on doing hundreds of these, and I don't want to rinse them all. Oh, all okay. the different ways in the first five episodes. Oh, sorry. I've just yeah. jumped all, all over no, your... No, no. Okay. This is great, because now you have a hundred, hundreds to do. So now we've got 200 episodes we can make. Yeah, at least. <laughs> With no ideas, yeah. just that intro. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why we need people to to email us and go to our Instagram to give us ideas. I I will. I have a request, though. Anthony, this is specifically aimed at you. There is no text limit on emails. So you can probably put all of the things you want to say in one email. And I've really appreciated those emails. And some of them are brilliant ideas. And we will definitely be talking about them. But you did send me five in a row. Actually, I'm not complaining. I really like getting emails, so I take that all back. Keep Tons sending me emails. Yeah, too. don't just don't send me like one letter per email, like some sort of hostage note. Just just keep sending them. I feel bad now, and I'm sorry. We got what ten, twenty ideas from Ant. Yeah, and some of them are really good. There was one you were busy working through your lunch break, weren't you? And I was yeah. like, wait. Drop everything. Read this one. <laughs> it was brilliant. I really like it. So we will definitely be talking about that. Some of them won't make it on the show, I don't think. They're a bit too Black Mirror. Yeah, a bit dark. Yeah. It's okay, then. Maybe we'll still talk about them. It's still an idea he's had. Yeah. So people are emailing in. We've got Mm -hmm. lots of ideas. Mm -hmm. Got lots of different ways to say the name of the podcast. So many. There's plenty more to come. So much more to come. Strap yourself in for today's ride. Oh. Idea number one. Yep. Oh, I thought you were going to do a segue. I thought somehow you were going to... Go from like strapping in on a roller coaster to idea number one, which is... I was leaving it open. Uh, yeah. Mm, how can I make it work? Uh, you, in, a, in a seat, you go... Nah. So the idea is uh, headphones to the cinema. <laughs> what an anticlimax after headphones that terrible... Headphones to the cinema. Now, yeah. it, it, straight off the bat, I'm saying no. Oh, okay. However, this show's all about discussing ideas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to pitch Yeah, give me the elevator pitch. Okay. Well, this is one for me particularly because I am a long-term misophonia sufferer, which means that, I don't know, my brain's all wired wrong and the sound of people eating gets me quite upset. Fight or flight, you know? And one of the worst places for this is the cinema because somehow I always sit next to the person in the cinema that has like six hot dogs on their lap or something. One time... It was four hot dogs, okay? <laughs> yeah, hang on, there's a correlation here. <laughs> um, one time, I kid you not, I went into the cinema and the film started and I was like, yes, this is amazing, no one's sitting near me. And a guy walked in with a KFC bargain bucket, including beans, and proceeded to eat the entire family-sized bargain bucket next to yes, me. They let him in with a whole KFC bargain bucket. Yeah, I don't know how. It was huge. And I thought he'd finally finished. And I was like, oh my God, thank goodness it's halfway through the film. And then he pulled out a little tub of beans and proceeded to slurp the beans without a fork. He just drank it like a yogurt. What movie was this? I, honestly, I don't remember because I was so focused on him that I don't remember what happened. Yeah. So yeah, let's circle back. Headphones for the cinema. They already provide headphones for audio described films, right? For mm. uh, visually impaired people. Yeah. So... They wear headphones and then it's the same soundtrack of the film, but there's also audio descriptions. Genius idea. 
But this is just headphones that everyone in the audience can wear so that they don't have to listen to the people around them. Because who thought that popcorn would be a good idea in a cinema? I would like to know whose idea that was, because obviously it's a thing, isn't it, right? Cinema, yeah. popcorn. Who came up with that? Popcorn and nachos. They're both crunchy. Yeah, I'm not, is nachos, is that like a classic thing or is that just, is that something recently that's oh, happened? I'm not sure. It just seems weird that the three foods on offer, four foods, are popcorn, nachos, hot dogs and sweets. So that's such well, an odd combination. The, they're very easy to make yeah, and their true. markup is probably quite high. Mm, um, okay. So that's, there's the business reason, but yeah, there's no real reason for it. Why has no one thought of like candy floss? No one makes any noise eating candy <laughs> what floss. What other foods are silent? Marshmallows. Yeah. Oh, actually, or, no, people can yeah. really like... Yeah. yeah. Maybe just candy floss then. Maybe we make... Maybe we ditch the headphones. Sticky though, isn't it? And we just go for a cinema that only sells silent foods. And ice in Coke. That's... Oh, my God. Just who thought of these things? See, here's the thing. I love the theatre. There is a completely different atmosphere in the theatre because people respect everyone else's enjoyment of what we're about to see so ice cream no that doesn't make much noise yeah but also it's like triple the price it would be in a cinema i think it is but people like you wouldn't see someone opening a bag of crisps in the theater but you would in the cinema and and uh skittles that was one that i yeah when i was seeing wicked little kid with skittles but it was a kid so fair play Mm. i don't know the etiquette quite yet well yeah they are kids but also they're not there on their own are they no exactly (laughs) so maybe we okay here's two ideas then we either ban all noisy foods from cinemas or we make headphones for cinemas where it's just a pair of wireless headphones and you get the audio through them i think for a lot of people the food is the experience i know when i was a kid going to the cinema most most of the time i was excited about pick a mix bags that my mum would make you like pick a mix so i think headphones is a more viable option than banning people from eating food okay but there's a uh there's a hygiene issue there you're going to hand your headphones in at the end and then they hand them to someone else and you well, know. i guess it would just be the same as 3d glasses you know you go that's true you pop your 3d glasses on and give them back. you don't get well you give them back and they put them in the bin no 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 not the plastic ones so didn't they used to have plastic ones in Oh man, this is like a blast from the past. But there was a place, I think in Universal Studios in Florida, mm. where it was like a 4D experience and it was like... Was it the Muppets? No, it was like a, that was a, great one. a bug a bug one. You were the size of a fly. Mm. It was like a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sort of vibe. And yeah. there was a fly swatter that came down and then a puff of air went in your face. It was brilliant. <laughs> but those ones... It's all about that air in the face, isn't it? Because the Muppets it did the really same. It really is. That, well, That's they did what water in the it. face ah. and they did the air of the rat's tails under ah. your seat. Yeah, because everyone's wearing shorts because it was Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Very clever how they designed those. Such a gimmick though, isn't it? Well, it is a gimmick. Uh, have I ever... This is, I'm so, I always go off on a tangent, but this has just reminded me. I went to Thought Park with my cousin and we went on the Darren Brown ghost train. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of this or if you've seen it or if you've been on it. No. No. Okay. Is it still there? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. This? this was a couple of years ago. The height of Darren Brown's fame. The height fame. of Darren Brown, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a train that you sit on and you have um, like a VR headset and headphones. So you walk into the train right. not wearing them, sit down in and your th- seat. And it moves. 
The train doesn't move. Okay, but I was going to say, how pointless is that? The VR, VR experience makes it feel like it's moving and monsters oh, okay. come and they on shake and stuff. The train and and... Yeah, yeah. However, my headset didn't work. And also, I'm an absolute coward. So the people that were working the ride were like, you have to wear it. And I was like, it's not working. And then we argued about it so much that the ride started. So I just sat there. <laughs> there were like 30 people on this train all wearing VR headsets with headphones. Like, wow, this is the best thing ever. Yeah, and I could all like see them pointing and screaming. And I was just <laughs> sitting with like my bag on my lap watching everyone. And then one of the guys that worked on the train, I mean, this is probably a trade secret. I shouldn't talk about it, but I'm going to anyway. Um, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> well, there's a monster. I think there's a monster. Again, I didn't see it, so I don't know. But yeah. I think there's a monster that runs sort of down the middle of the train and like touches people's legs. Yeah. So you can see like a ripple of people going, Aah! but he went down the line grabbing people's knees and he got to me and looked up and we looked each other in the eye and obviously we knew it was ridiculous him doing it to me because I could see what he was doing, but he sort of awkwardly did it anyway and then moved on to the next person. It was just, it was the funniest thing. I wonder thing. if he talks about that day. What about? About yeah. that day that the headset didn't work and he had to awkwardly The headset didn't work and the lady he, refused to wear it anyway. <laughs> I was such a coward. I was you got better at that though. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't go on it again. Uh, even though... You didn't even really go on it the first time. It was scary enough as it was. There's a bit off the train where you don't wear headsets and something still happens. Yeah. And I full-blown screamed. So let's try and work this back. Okay. The headsets. Mm -hmm. I think this might be, well, it already is, right? It's this new technology that people are using. Because in London, there's this place you can go and you can go in a little pod. Mm -hmm. I haven't actually done it yet, but I'd like to. And okay. you can play VR. Obviously, people are starting to get them at home. There's a whole ride. Are you saying VR cinema? Well. That would be amazing. I think that already exists. Um, on, if you've got like a Vive or an Oculus, I think you get an app where you can watch your movies okay, in a but, cinema in VR. Yeah, but you're at home doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. So that might be the best thing for these people that, like yourself, that don't want to hear other people. Like just, people. <laughs> just being, uh, being on your own. Okay, but what if you still want to go to the cinema... And experience the cinema experience with all your friends. In VR. In VR. Another thing, I am an obnoxious laugher in the cinema. I laugh very mm. loud. So if everyone so was you're wearing... you're just as bad as those people slapping their beans. Yeah, probably worse. It's more annoying. But if we were all wearing headphones, I feel like some people don't laugh in the cinema because they're self-conscious. Yeah, yeah. So if we were all wearing headphones and you didn't have to time. worry, yeah, you could just be like... <laughs> That's not yeah. how I laugh. Also, I, I guess it's sort of like uh, silent discos. Oh my you could goodness, just yes. people. Do they feel more comfortable to dance because they could be like, "I'm not dancing out of time." You just can't see what hear what I'm dancing to. Can't see what <laughs> yeah, I'm dancing maybe. to. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. So, uh, do I'd like to know if you've been to a silent disco? Do you, are you more likely to dance? Huh? Email in. That's really interesting. I always dance anyway, but I I don't know whether I have like less inhibitions mm. because I'm plugged in. Yeah. Maybe because it's so. Like overstimulating, isn't it? And you have the ability to stop that stimulus at any time. It's a more relaxing environment. Yeah, you've got a bit more control, I guess. Yeah. You oh. want a break, you just turn the headphones off. Yeah. And you can just hear everyone singing like three oh, different I songs. I used to do and... that. Whenever I used <laughs> to go to Reading Festival, for some reason we always camped next to the silent disco. Oh, that's the worst. No, it's genius because 
nobody sings. They're just dancing in oh, silence. They don't sing. No, you just well, hear them stamping their feet. And... They don't sing until Mr. Brightside comes on at yeah. three in the morning and then you hear a whole tent of people awkwardly singing Mr. Brightside, yeah. which, let's I've, be honest, we're all bored of that song. Yeah. I've been, I've been in the silent disco when that happens. I was listening to the other track. <laughs> I, didn't like, to sw- I didn't know how to switch everyone? it over. Because <laughs> oh, it was no. like DJ versus DJ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think my headset was probably broken. Ah, oh, so we've both thing. been victim of that. So then. that's another cost for the cinema if they're mm. handing these out. That you're, they're getting them back. You got to clean them. You got to fix them. Think you've about keep them up the to markup date. that cinemas already get. The profit that they make. Well, they could just say, "Do you want headphones?" And then you add two quid to the ticket. That's true. And yeah. they plug into your chair. Yeah. Maybe you. Then maybe there's only like a certain row of people with headphones or something. You know, like there's a VIP. Mm, section. Okay. What about bring your own headphones then? Yeah, maybe it's like... Like airplane seats. You'd probably still need to buy those seats that are connect that wired in. Yeah, mm, yeah. Or maybe, you know, back in the day when airplanes used to have specific, like, audio jacks, mm. and if you wanted to watch the film, you had to buy the headphones yeah, from the yeah. plane. Maybe it's a bit like that. Yeah, but that, that's, you're going to get a lot of people going, oh, I wish I could just take my own headphones, and then yeah. the cinema will probably actually get worse. That's true. Although, you know, any... What's the phrase? All... Uh, what's happening all publicity is good good publicity publicity. okay yeah yeah i did think that's what you were trying to say but yeah yeah should have helped me out sorry sorry (laughs) i was just watching you struggle (laughs) yeah headphones bring your own use the ones from the cinema i personally wouldn't like i mean i say this about a lot of the things but again from the other reason i'm not a big headphone wearer I mean, no, I'm, I'm mostly talking about the in-ear ones. Yeah. If I do wear headphones, it's over-ear. Yeah, what about if they are over-ear, though? Because that gives you more of a an intense experience, yeah. right? I, see, here's a, I, I, this is a sin I commit in the cinema. You may laugh too loud. Someone I eat slurp their beans too loud. You chat. I am a, I, I'm a zinger. Uh, I yeah, like to, you are. I, I throw I love it, though. shit jokes throughout mm. the film. I tell you what, if it's a good film, I won't. I'll be totally engrossed. Yeah. But if the film's a bit pants, I'll just like... Throw out some we zingers. have done this many, many times. When we went to see, um, well, we did it a lot in Alita, and our friends were getting annoyed with us. Yeah, well, I, that was actually that was a good film. I had fun watching mm. that film. Yeah, but we still came up with some brilliant singers. The one yeah. that was the most fun was a Mission Impossible film, where there was like was that the one with the helicopter? helicopter yeah. yeah, the helicopter chase, and we were just cracking ourselves up. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a pretty intense scene, so, but we were enjoying it most because we were making our own jokes from it. Yeah, and I think. I think there are so many sins you can commit in the cinema mm. but what's the worst is it is it the eating it's i know eating. a lot of people no, complain about other people making noise it's eating either way actually no it's eating yeah so that <laughs> so your your solution solves them all yeah. yeah there you go maybe we could think of a way then to have a little mic to the person sitting next to you so if you do want to chat intercom system yeah only like the person in, sitting next to you can hear you you put in the the seat number <gasps> like you can do on <laughs> is it virgin atlantic flights where you can chat to people I in different know. rows i, I was think, spicy, yeah. oh yeah me too to be fair I'm like ryanair um but one flight i went on about six you years ago any of the seats. you can pick a seat number on the whole plane yeah. and just like chat to them like it's that, like I mean, msn that messenger long. that's like that's made for trolling. It, it? it was really annoying. I was chatting to everyone and no one was replying. <laughs> I was a bit drunk. Though, I suppose but... they have to have headphones in. No, no, no. It's it's typing messages. Oh, typing yeah, messages. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant voice messages. <laughs> oh that would God. be really I annoying. would have sung to everybody. 
would 26B please just leave the plane? <laughs> I think we've just invented about six things in one go. Should yeah, we call I mean, it quits? Yeah, I think you know, the listener can kind of sort of dig through all that and pick out what, whatever they like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in summary, headphones for the cinema, will it work? Is yes. it doable? Should be. Yeah, it's doable. Oh. I feel like it might be best for like more private cinemas. Like a you know, Curzon or something. Yeah, yeah, the mm. executive. Sort With the of, reclining if, seats. You know, if you're, you're rich, but you still have to share a cinema, you're not too rich to have your own cinema. If you can so take here, here's some a glass Bose of wine into the cinema, you probably won't need headphones. Yeah. So is it doable? It's doable. Ding, ding, ding. ding. We'll do, yeah, that's a mediocre ding, ding, that one. <laughs> Let's move on to a topic that I am actually very passionate about, and I don't think you can argue with this one. I'll do, I'll do my classic, give you a little story before I tell okay, you the idea. Here we go. Okay, so it's lockdown. People are getting coronavirus, bad news bears all around town. We, go, we shop in Morrison's because it's the closest shop to us. Shout out to Morrison's. And they've got some sort of queuing system to get to the checkouts, but they've like woven it through the children's clothing section. Mm. So you have to queue through the children's clothing section before you can get to the checkouts. Yeah, it's clever because we've now got a whole pile of children's clothes and we don't even have kids. <laughs> it's quite clever. It's good marketing. Although, didn't we see a carrot in like the shoe section the other day? Bag of carrots, yeah. yeah. So the trouble with this is, yeah, we don't have kids. However, I love kids' clothes and not even kids' clothes for kids. I just constantly look at pairs of dungarees and I'm thinking, oh, I, I really want those. I want them for me. So... This is, don't laugh at me, I'm passionate about this one. This is like a website or an app or like a service, like an Etsy service or a Depop type deal where you take a picture of children's clothes, you send it to someone who has the facilities and capacity to make those clothes and they make them in an adult size. Mm. So no longer will you have to walk through children's clothes sections and see awesome dungarees <laughs> for children and know that you will never be able to wear those. Okay, so firstly, I would like to know if any of the listeners suffer from this. <laughs> Do you see children's clothes and think, I wish that was in my size? Because there must be, it can't just be me. I, I think it happened to me once. Was it like was a dinosaur like, hoodie or something? I was like 17, 18, I was in Primark and I saw like a Pikachu t-shirt and I was there you like, go. but that was more of, if I was six, Oh. That would be a great T-shirt. Well, I do dress like a six-year-old, so maybe <laughs> that's the problem. I just love dungarees, and dungarees are not really made for adults because... What's the proportions, isn't it? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But here's my second point. Okay. You're really just talking about bespoke clothing. Yeah. Clothing that is made for you. Okay, yeah. And I think that's a really good service because we, we're at that stage now where people do have... You know, we're spending silly money on clothing. Yeah. So, you know, a shirt, £110. So I'm pretty sure for £110, you could uh, reach out to a business or a service and mm. say, here are my measurements. Mm. Can you make me a shirt? No and longer will you, you have perfectly. to shop around and, and walk around Blue Water for six days just yeah, to find yeah. the right shirt. And then like after weeks, you, you sort huh. of give up. Oh, I'm never going to find that forest green shirt. Why does that this fits not exist already? Hmm. This because actually... we're in a throwaway culture. This lead, it, yes, this, yeah. 
This leads 110 on... pound throwaway <laughs> shirts. No, actually, I do own a couple of those shirts, but I always bought them on sale. Yeah. And they are a great fit and they're good quality and they've lasted me years. I bought them like six years ago. This actually so, uh, leads on to another idea that you've had before, though, that we haven't written down. What's that? Um, the in-shop tailoring. A tailoring service in the shop and you can take... Maybe you go to the dressing room and you try a shirt on or a dress on and you're like, ah. Oh, I like this, but it just doesn't, it's not my proportions. Not everybody that is a size 10 is built the same way. So you go to the in-house tailor and you say, I'm going to buy this dress. I really like this dress or this shirt, but I'm going to need it taken in in places. And then they alter it in shop for you. Maybe you pay a little bit extra, but really how much does it cost to take up a hem, you know? I think M&S do that. Already? Uh, well, like they um, sort of do little Tweaks. Uh, tweaks to mm. suits and stuff i think but why is it always just suits and fancy clothes why is it not because i really struggle to find jeans i cannot mm. find jeans that fit me and i think this is I a problem that most people yeah. have yeah and especially curvier women it's a struggle to find jeans mm. um so why is there not a service that you know you get your measurements specifically catered to i think we're ready for it as a yeah. as a nation you know yeah like I was saying before, the expendable income that people have is, mm. is quite high. Mm. So we should be focusing on quality. And also, it is more sustainable. So yeah. it, we are less throwaway. You're less likely to throw it away if it has been specifically designed for you. Yeah. I, I do actually get adverts for a company. I think mm. they're French. I think it's called Asphalt. Yeah. And what they do is they sort of kickstart all of their lines you pre-order clothes before they've even made them. So they, okay. um, they come up with designs. This, this is just what I got from the advert. Okay. They come up with potential designs. They put it out to their audience. The audience votes. And um, then it goes for the next stage where they can pre-order it. Okay. And then a few weeks later, it, they send it to them. Is it kind of like, sort of like a crowdfunding thing? So we've just bought loads of pots and pans that have been crowdfunded. Yeah. Okay. Again, that's a good idea. And and their whole shtick is quality and sustainability. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing, isn't it? If you if you get your um like your demographic or your audience's opinion before you start making the stuff, you know it's going to sell. If you just throw out a bunch of stuff that some weird designer thinks is fashionable, yeah, you end up with H and M where they've got black bags of clothes they've slashed so no one can wear them. Yeah. Yeah. Where where do they go? Why aren't they reusable? We are in an age where everything should be, you know, Mm. reduce, reuse, recycle. Why aren't we doing that more? Money. (laughs) Capitalism. (laughs) So anyway, let's circle back to basically. I just want dungarees. Are there any other kids' clothing that you've seen? You know, like t-shirts with daisies on or something, or a dinosaur. Dinosaur, just, dinosaur hoodies, really. Like you dinosaur know, the, hoodies. yeah, you know the ones where you lift the hood up and then it's ah, got okay. like the spikes. Yeah, yeah. Those ones really get me. Um, Jumpers with teddy bears on. Like really soft. Yeah. Kids' clothing is so soft and fluffy. Adult clothing, just miserable. Why can't we all dress like children? The world would be <laughs> such a happier place. Such a generalization. Adult clothing is just miserable. It is. You own like five pairs of dungarees. I, well, they were a struggle to find. I just, the, the one thing I've never found is like a really nice pair of green dungarees. So I have some in the wardrobe that are like green and red tartan print, but I feel like they're very specifically Christmas mm. dungarees. Yeah. So I haven't worn them except for at <laughs> Christmas. 
I just sort of wear t-shirts and jeans mm. though, so which I imagine toddlers also wear. So well, I'm already wearing toddlers' clothes technically. Yeah, there so you I'm go. on board. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. But uh, to me, this is a website app service in one. You know, maybe mm. they've got. Maybe it could even be community based. Oh, here where, we go. Yeah, we're bringing in the community. You can focus on AI if you want. Okay. So we make it community based by having local. Uh, what are people who make clothes called? Clothes makers. <laughs> is it that simple? We have local clothes makers. Tailors. Tailors. Wait, Tailors alter clothes, this don't they? Word gone out of my head. Dressmakers. Yeah. So we have local people. We have a network of local <laughs> Just people. Local people. <laughs> yeah, that have the skills. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of time, if you've got the skills, those sorts of skills, where do you go? I have no idea. Mm. Do you work, work for a, 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 you know, I don't know. So and Like dry cleaning places sometimes have tailoring services. Yeah, but then you're sort of limited to, to fixing things or doing mm. little tweaks. I know a lot of people probably want to make their own clothes. Yeah. So if you did the service where people upload a... Yeah, I want this sort of shirt in blue. Maybe even the app has like a little custom thing. You know, you can make your own character in a game. Oh, You make yes. your own like outfit. Me. <laughs> and then you could upload that and say, I'm looking for someone to make me this. Mm-hmm. And then someone says, oh, I can make you that. It'd be really good if you had this and this, maybe a couple more pockets inside. Oh, and you're I like, like okay, it. that's great. Yeah, I can do that. That will cost you £28. And you're like, I'll accept £28. Yeah, £28 so is like an Upwork investment. Or Fiverr. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Just like that, but with clothes making. Okay. Bringing the AI into it. <laughs> Maybe it keeps a record of the things that you've bought and the mm. type of style that you like, and it recommends local people who specifically cater to those styles. Or uh, things that other people have designed. Yeah. Okay. So then everyone becomes a designer and it gives more opportunities to people that make clothes. There you go. So I think we've just, we've nailed that one. We've revolutionized the... What industry? Retail? Clothing? Fashion. Fashion industry. That sounds bad, doesn't it? Fashion industry. We've revolutionised the fashion industry. (laughs) Is it doable? Ding, ding. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Number three. I was actually doing a little... uh, I was doing a tiny bit of research before we started. Ethan. Just because I haven't seen this show on TV for a long time and I didn't actually know if it still existed. Turns out... It does, or it's coming back or something. I don't know. Basically, I used to love Ready Steady Cook and I had a VHS that was like Ready Steady Cook fails. So it was a whole VHS video of just times that the show went wrong. It was like a blooper reel and it was amazing. It was well, like I my a whole can of eggs. Yeah, I can't actually remember any of the things that happened <laughs> on it, but it was, you know, like, yeah, kitchen fires, mm. dropping ingredients, Ainsley Harriet doing funny things. Also, love Ainsley Harriet. What a guy. What a guy. You know, he's got so much pizzazz when he cooks. So, Ready Steady Cook. This sort of brings in all these... We've talked about quarantine and lockdown a lot. One of the problems that we've been having recently is that I was on furlough. I'm now back at work. You have been at work this whole time. Mm. We are both exceptionally busy. Busier than we have been for a long time. We just don't have time to go to the shop. A, we don't have time to go to the shop and B, we don't have time to queue to go to the shop. Mm. So we kind of leave... And when we do, half the stuff we need isn't there. Yeah, exactly. So we've kind of just been leaving our cupboards to run out. We've been eating everything and then being like, okay, we've only got two slices of bread and 
a tomato left, it's probably time to go to the shop. A cherry tomato. One single wrinkly <laughs> cherry tomato. So this idea, this is one you've come up with before, isn't it? It's, it's like a ready, steady cook app for the things left in your fridge and cupboard. It has the ingredients that you have in the house mm-hmm. and it can recommend you recipes, right? Mm. Yeah, so you, you tick or you write down, you know, you look in your cupboard and you say, oh, right, I've got 500 grams of rice, I've got one cherry tomato, I've got two slices of bread, got a little bit of treat, so got an egg. And it's like, hey, maybe you can make a shakshashka. How do you say that? Shakshasaka. I have no idea. Shakshasa. Rakshasa? It's like a tomato-y base with eggs in it. Mm, it's like a Spanish breakfast, basically. Like Huevos Rancheros. Rancheros, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, the app recommends things that you can make with the ingredients you have. Yeah, this is cool. But I would get so bored of putting all the ingredients in. So I think it needs mm. to have some way of syncing to your shopping list or to your like uh, Morrison's account or whatever supermarket you use. Mm. Or even just like, what about this if you, something. you pick the recipe and you say, okay, cook it. And then it will deduct those ingredients yeah. from what you had already listed. Yeah, yeah. So and then ma- and maybe you can go really... in and change deductions if you're like, oh, I ain't cooked it for one or I yeah. cooked it for four. Yeah, yeah. The next way I'm going to innovate this idea okay. is you have smart fridges. Oh, okay. You put this app on the fridge. Right. And it connects to your, your, your home hub or your Amazon Echo. And uh, it can read the recipe out. What, your fridge reads you the recipe? Yeah, the fridge is like, it gives a list of what's in it. I don't understand this concept. So, you know, smart fridges exist, right? Well, no, I didn't know they existed until we went to that comedy on a boat show. And that guy was making jokes about why does a fridge need to be able to tweet? And I was like, wait, what? Okay, so that function I don't understand. But a smart fridge knows what's in the fridge. And it orders what you want. Wait, this exists? Yeah. This sounds like something nonsensical that we've come up with. I know, but it exists. That, that, that just shows that all of our ideas are very possible. Yeah. Wow. I didn't, well, I remember now that apparently a fridge can also tweet. I'm not sure yeah. if that was his joke or if that's the well, no, thing. No, didn't he say there was like a um, L- LCD screen on yeah, the front yeah, and you what, could tweet and yeah. do nonsense things? So. There's some way that it knows that there's food in it and what it is. Okay. And then, so we could get this app to just recommend recipes and then read them out. And then you okay. follow. Okay. So the technology, the, the infrastructure is sort of there. I it's feel just about how much. Being bossed around by a fridge, though. Well, I mean. You're cooking it wrong. I don't think it would, it would know if you're <laughs> cooking it wrong. <laughs> you follow uh, recipes on Google, though, don't you? Not you really. That? I find recipes on the internet and then I fundamentally change everything about yeah, them. Until there's something else. Yeah, like those three ingredient peanut butter cookies I made the other day that ended up with about six ingredients in them. Yeah. It was still nice. Still counts. Well, um, there's some people that, that don't want to do that. Yeah, some people just like to follow the rules. I think, I think mm. it's the future though. Everything connected to everything. Not that we'll like it, but it is the future. Maybe, but then also we, we just won't be able to do anything when there are power cuts. Just everything that we rely on will mm. be down. Yeah, we'll all just starve to death, not knowing yeah. how to open the fridge. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine if it locked itself. Yeah, that is, <laughs> for, for some reason. We have an idea about a fridge locking mechanism. We'll talk about that on oh, another yeah. podcast. Yeah, not waste it now. So I think Ready Steady Cook app is 
there could be a version of it out there already. Just there waiting be, to be innovated by some I of our ideas. Specifically, want it to be voiced by Ainsley Harriet or have some <laughs> sort of Ainsley Harriet, you know, merchandising just, branding type thing. Just some of his like uh, quotes or something from the show. Well, that's what I was googling earlier, which is how I know that it's come back. So I was looking up mm. his catchphrases, but it, he didn't really have a catchphrase. He sort of started that salt salt bay thing, didn't he? Did Where he? he sprinkled? Did he? Oh, maybe not. He was like very flamboyant with the way that he he tossed yeah. um, frying pans around. I think I he liked that. to wear purple, didn't he? Was that a thing? Maybe. Or I just, is that in my memory? Do you remember um, on Ready, Steady, Cook, they had the audience voting system. So it was like a red tomato and a green pepper. And then he'd be like, so red kitchen or green kitchen? And then the audience would hold up their little paddles with a red or a green on it. I, I honestly haven't seen this since I was like nine. Oh man, I, I just loved ready steady cook it was just it was always hilarious the stuff that they brought they'd empty their carrier bag and they'd be like right so i've got a thing of goat's cheese and also one fish fillet and a tin of beans and a bottle of whiskey and a pair of dungarees for a four to six year old (laughs) don't mock my dungarees (laughs) ready steady cook was the best show but yeah i'm thinking maybe there's a voting system on the app so there's a bit of controversy about whether or not green bell peppers are nice. I personally don't mind them. But mm. green sort of connotates like go, doesn't it? And red connotates stop, bad. Yeah. Maybe the green pepper can be, I liked that recipe. Yeah, I'll do that one again. Red tomato is like, mm, not a big fan of that one. Probably won't come back to that. So then AI, here we go. The AI tracks what sort of recipes you like to make and suggests you ones. Because if you have like dried pasta and packet passata and some lardons, mm. automatically you'll be like, okay, I guess I'll just make tomato pasta with bacon, right? Maybe there are other things that can be made with that. Oh, three ingredients. Okay, that was a really bad example. Yeah. but Plus we have that every Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes we just don't know what we don't know. So we look at those three ingredients and the only option seems to be tomato pasta. Mm. But maybe... You pasta can make tomato. Pasta soup or something. I don't know. Yeah. Not many people you know, have a degree in food science mm. or whatever. So it would be handy to have a computer that's really smart tell us what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Ainsley Harriet. I would just love the voice of the app to be Ainsley Harriet. And he just gives you like little comforting, motivational <laughs> like, sayings every now and again. You're doing great. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if Ainsley Harriet told me you love me, I'd be so happy. <laughs> Just want to argue. That's that's the Ready Steady Cook app. Well, uh, I like to cook, mm-hmm. and I like to learn about cooking. Mm-hmm. So I am hundred percent on board. I like Ainsley Harriet, so I'm um, I'm in. Yeah, ding 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 ding. Extra ding, ding, ding from me. Ding. That's all of our ideas. That is all of our ideas. What was your favourite? The one with the dungarees. I, I really do actually think that that could revolutionise so the fashion too. industry. Yeah. I'm sick of seeing like a nice dress online and I'm like, oh, that would look really great on someone else, but I just know that that wouldn't fit on me. That wouldn't suit my body shape. But if you could yeah. tailor it, that'd be amazing. With men's clothing, it, they've always put just a random pocket somewhere. And you're <laughs> like, why did they do that? It's to mock the women who aren't allowed pockets. <laughs> 
Yeah. Or there's just like a strip of a really horrible color up mm. there. So just, just leave it plain. Just stop. Yeah. Just plain blue is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Or like massive logos. Yeah. Really hideous logos as mm. well. What was your favorite idea? I, I think probably that one. As dungarees well. one. Well, it, you say the dungarees one. I think it's bespoke clothing. Bespoke dungarees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So. Bad name of the week. Bad name of the week. Ease the squeeze. That's it. That's the one. Yeah. Ease the squeeze. Ease the squeeze. So I thought that this one, in my head, it's like, I'm thinking the Who vibes. And specifically... Can't remember the name of the song, and I really now hope it's the Who. Um, but there was a song that was like, "Mama's got a squeeze box, Daddy never sleeps at night," and that's what I'm thinking. Like, dun, 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 dun. okay, so it's like a folky. I really don't. Rock. I don't know. It's just that so, specific just that song like from the Who. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, funky. Slap yeah, bass. kind of funky. Yeah, slap um, bass theme, but instrumental. Squeeze. And when and when the lyrics do come in. They're almost nonsensical. Okay. What what kind of type of vocals are we thinking? Because now I'm picturing like 80s glam rock. I think sort of like Wolfpack, you know. Okay. There's a few of them. Extreme. Different different styles for different songs. <laughs> Horses for courses. But yeah, ease the squeeze. If you've got any any musical ideas, send them in. Yeah, slap them out on the bass. Oh, yeah. Love to hear it. Maybe you get featured like we featured Jason. If you've got uh, sound, SoundCloud, yes, then uh, we'll plug you. And our, our 10 Ooh. listeners can uh, go over there <laughs> and uh, give you a like. <laughs> I did um, plug Jason's SoundCloud wrong, though, because I didn't understand how it worked. Yeah. So it is just soundcloud.com slash Jason Boylan or Jason yeah, Boylan. Um, I'm technologically illiterate, which is ironic well, because all new. of our ideas are <laughs> yeah. apps. That's why we haven't done them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Talking of technology. Technology. Got a nice segue there. Thank you. We have some new microphones. Or a do. new microphone. A new microphone. But real pop filters now. No longer using tights. Which were expertly crafted, though. Yeah, Let's and they worked credit. very well. Yeah. Credit where credit's due. Yeah. Those tights were great. Actually, I guess we did bodge, bodge, botch a lot of stuff. Yeah, we really did. pop filters were probably one of the most successful. So mm. if, if anyone who's listening has ever thrown something together and it been as successful as if they'd actually bought a thing made specifically mm. for it let us know i would love to see brilliant bodge jobs yeah, take a photo chuck it on instagram or email it to mm. us or something i actually have one that my mom did when we first got my beloved dog safi mm. um when she was teething she used to chew the bottoms of the oh. table legs yeah so my mum. Being the genius that she is, obviously it runs in the family. She put welly boots on the table legs. So our table was wearing wellies, but it meant that, you know, the dog could only chew the rubber and her little mm. tiny teeth would slip off. So that is a genius idea. Yeah. I almost feel like we should make wellies for <gasps> tables. Just literally oh for that goodness, purpose. Oh my goodness, yes. Yeah, so they look cool. So many people get new puppies or kittens yeah. or pets and their furniture is immediately destroyed. So maybe we need to go. Okay. A puppy teething kit. Yes. This Ooh. needs this is more thought and we'll come back to yeah, it. Yeah, we will come back to it in another episode at a later date. So yeah, send us your brilliant bodge jobs, please. I would love to see them. And you can send those to ntaipodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can tag us or pin us or do something to us on Instagram. 
uh, NTAI podcast. That's the one. That's it. Yep. Cool. Go there. Do it. Like it. Share it. Be it. Feel it. Nike. Do it. Work it. <laughs> We're not sponsored Foster, by Nike. better, harder, stronger. But that's us because I can hear the music. Here it comes. Oh. It's coming in. Can you hear it? No. No? No. Oh, no. There it is. Oh, okay. There yep. it is. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. Yeah. And uh, let, let me know if you prefer my opening to Sammy's. Oh, no. Look, you just want to win after the Coco Pops defeat, well, don't it's, you? it's fine. I mean, the music's getting a bit too loud now, so okay, we're going to yeah. have to go. Okay, bye, bye. friends. See bye. you. Bye. bye.